Well met, fellow adventurers. We are doing Proving Grounds 3. We're playing as Sir Crokington. And there's an undead problem in in the town town of Stonegate. And we've currently we currently went into a crypt and closed the shadow path, but apparently there's going to be more of them. So we're gonna have to just uh, well, we're making our we're making our way back to the town just to see if anyone has any clues as to where to go next. Presumably, we just see where the undead are coming from and then go in that direction and see if there's any shadow paths to close and creepy creepy artifacts to destroy and. If we see any undead on the way, stabby stabby, or actually, actually bashy bashy. We're on part three, the beasts of blow bone. To trip back to town from Lookout Ridge looks perilous indeed. In the company of wolves is this adventure. You make great haste, waiting, heading west along the road, leading from Lookout, Lookout Ridge back to Stonegate. The encounter in the clifftop graveyard and the episode in the ancient crypt has given has given you cause for great concern. You now seek to return to town at once and inform Garwin of your discovery. However, as you near the outskirts of a town, a sudden ravenous starver behind serves to alert you to the sudden and unwelcome arrival of the of the enemy. You spin around to find yourself confronted by a pack of skeletal wolves. Seven vicious undead canines gash their teeth and growl as they quickly move to encircle you, their hands lowered in preparation for what appears to be to be an intimate attack. You firmly plant your feet and prepare for combat. One of the wolves suddenly lunges for your throat. Why are you trying to eat me? You've not even got a stomach anymore. You just... Uh, uh, yeah, well. I'm going to fight you. The undead wolf viciously tears at your flesh, and the savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh. Not my flesh. I need that for keeping my organs in. This is slain. To XP. Two of the remaining wolves leap up to attack, quickly replacing their shattered and defeated undead kin. Two skeletal walls, bash! One goes down, bash! The other goes down. Yeah, I just flip the staff, shall I? I just have the staff swing up under them, goes under the, goes between their legs, and it just goes up through their ribs and just splits them in half. Something like that. You've slain your foe. The four remaining wolves launch their coordinated attack, snarling savagely as their cruel fangs seek to tear into your flesh. Okay, I'm just going to keep spinning in a circle until they all stop moving. Begin combat. You swing your staff at the enemy. I'm just going round and round and round and round. I'm getting very dizzy. I'm getting very dizzy because I just keep spinning keeps just spinning round and round and round because <laughs> I can't stop because 
Because I'm dead, I need to hit. And every time I hit one, I get accelerated even more. All right, that's it. Two of them are down. All right, that's all of them down. All of them there, sir. There's just a spread of wolf bones just spread over a wide area now. They are slain. I mean, if that's even the word you use when, it, when they're undead. Alright, 4xp. There was little time to save your victory. Loping out of the woods to your left, it's flesh to spine, a level with your waist. Well, actually, no, wait. Level with human waist, so it's probably five, six times taller than me, is a massive skeletal wolf. The daunting creature makes no sound as it bounds in your direction, bearing down on you with unnerving speed. You prepare to engage the massive undead wolf. I'm just going to climb into its ribcage and just punch its, punch its jaw from there. <laughs> you should have thought of that before your ribs were small enough for me to jump in. Begin combat. The undead wolf viciously tears your flesh. Savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 10 damage. A wall of 20. Another savage bite for 13 damage. But it is now slain. 5 XP. The wolf crashes to the road. Its splintered bones join the shatters of the reins of its brethren. Already surrounding your food and quite a wide area around. An unsettling feeling suddenly comes over you, as if you're being watched. Well, wouldn't be surprised. You turn to your left, just as the hindquarters of a large black wolf slip into the brush at the edge of the forest. Wait. This, this, on, this thing has flesh on it! Well, I have to investigate that. You quickly wash over to the side of the road, appear into the woods. But the black wolf is nowhere to be seen. Your eyes are suddenly drawn to a dark shape about 20 yards in from the edge of the forest. It's the wide, shadowy mouth of a cat. You step into the forest and swiftly make your way through the trees to the mouth of the cave. The ground outside the cave's gaping moor bears the signs of heavy foot traffic. And you have little doubt that you've come upon the cup on the lair of the undead walls that assailed you on the road. Uncautiously, and with every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you step into the dark cave. Oh, it's well another map. The light of early morning streams into the cave from its, from its gaping mouth, just south of here. The bones and fur of many small animals litter the floor and the stale, damp air beleaguers your breath. An unsettling silence surrounds you. So wait, do, do these skeletal walls still still go around hunting prey like, like you know, walls with all the fleshy bits still on them? They, they're all the play, and then they're all very, very disappointed when they, when they try to catch a squirrel, and they swallow it, and it just goes, bloop. And um, just, just makes a very, very sad plopping sound as it just goes into their jaw and then just falls through. It's all... Uh, poor, poor skeletal wolves. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to bash you all so you can go back to wolf heaven. Or wherever it is that wolf souls go.
I don't know. I'm not a wolf theologian. An the unsettling silence seems to surround you as they over, step over the scavenged remains of countless small animals that littered the floor of the cave. You proceed with all due caution. That or this cave used to have, you know, regular fleshy walls and there were all the small animals. But now, the, su the silence that surrounds you is snarled by a is shattered by a glottal snarl. Your heart skips a piece as you turn to find yourself confronted by a pack of undead wolves. Five rotting wolves. Hmm. These must be new. We haven't had all the flesh fall off yet. But I'm sure that'll happen soon enough. The undead wolves viciously tear out your flesh, and a savage bite of enemy tears into your flesh for nine damage. I just keep swinging the staff, and they are slain. Five XP. You step over the remains of your enemies and quickly set off through the cave. So I started off in the southwest corner. Alright, there's a circle in the northwest corner. Eight skeletal walls this time. They just turned up. They didn't even do anything, they just turned up. No message beforehand. 5xp. I have to take a few moments to rest following the brutal melee. You check over your equipment and once again set off through the cave. Oh, and the silence surrounds you is scattered by a blood clot or snarl. Your heart skips a beat as you find yourself confronted by a pack of undead wolves. Five rotting wolves. Where do you find all these wolves? I mean, wolves aren't that common. Because, I mean, they, they weren't in packs. They don't want in swarms. You don't, you don't get... <laughs> Has this been some sort of undead wolf poppy mill going on here? Oh well, yeah, maybe they just, well, extra-dimensional invasion, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they invaded from somewhere where wolves, you know, just don't, <coughs> are not, you know, near apex predators and thus comparatively rare. You step over the remains of your enemies and quickly set off through the cave. Alright, exploring a little circle in the northwest corner, nothing there. Alright, another five rotting wolves of star. A, a large group of half rotted wolves stalks out of the shadows in front of you, snarling viciously. Before you can react, the savage pack is upon you, their cruel fangs tearing at your flesh. Five rotting wolves. The undead wolves tear viciously at your flesh. And they are slain. 5xp. After taking a few moments to west from the brutal melee, you check over your equipment and once again set off through the cave. Okay, northeast corners. There's corners. I'm near the northeast corners. I can go north, I can go east, I can go north, nothing there. I can go east, nothing there. Okay, there's a little circle in the southeast corner. Another five washing walls block my path, but not for long. 5xp. You step back from the corpses of the slain undead wolves, only to find yourself confronted by a pack of their skeletal kin. The vicious bone wolves snarl as they close in for the kill. Seven skeletal wolves. The savage bite of the enemy tears into your flesh as they viciously tear at it, and they are all slain. 5xp. Your dismay mounts 
as you realise your victory is not yet complete. A large group of rotting, undead wolves slink out of the shadows and quickly encircle you. You assume a defensive stance as the vicious creatures close in around you. It's five rotting wolves. The undead wolves viciously tear at your flesh. And they are all slain. Five XP. The were. The rotting, worm-infested carcass of a large undead wolf lopes into view out of the darkness. The savage creature snarls as it lunges for the throat. We call it an alpha rotting wolf, although we, what we really... Although because alpha wolves aren't really a thing, it's just rotting wolf which is a little bit bigger than the other rotting wolves. And we just assume it's the alpha. Begin combat. The undead wolf viciously tears your flesh. Although maybe undead wolves, you know, have different social systems. As they say, I, I'm not a zoologist. I'm not even a zoologist, let alone a necrozoologist. You know, who takes animals, raises them for the dead, and then studies them in their unnatural, ungodly environment. Or something like that. Savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 12 damage. Anyway, they are slain now. 4 XP. The large undead wolf drops to the floor of the cave. You are last able to catch breath. Catch your breath. After making certain no further immediate risks lurk nearby shadows, once again set off through the cave. Oh, it's another alpha skeletal wolf. Just going to quick combat that. 4 XP for there. Hmm. Maybe they had... Maybe they had an alpha skeletal and alpha rotting. And they're, they're partners. They're partners in their wolf family. Yeah, they're, they're found wolf family. Found, uh, then lost and tossed into Tyson. Okay, there's only one place left to go. It's just, it's off the, it's off the little southeast circle. And very close to where we started. But also, the distance you actually walk, as far as away as you can get from it. You step into a broad chamber and find yourself greeted by a large pack of undead wolves. The watting beasts wise up off their haunches. Snarling viciously as they move towards you. Their heads lowered and their hollow eye sockets fixed on you. Five of the wolves whoosh forward, savagely gashing their fangs as they rapidly bear down on you. Five rotting wolves. They tear at your flesh. But they are now slain. Another five. Five XP. You step back from the carnage and steal yourself as the next wave as the remaining seven wolves leap over the carcass of their slain kin and attack. Look, I mean, I've got to respect your spirit, but... I mean, you could be, you could live a perfectly nice white life, you know, as a... as a skeletal wolf, just, you know, just... chasing the skeletal bunnies and... Bunnies and trying to get the skeletal cats, but they always jump on the fence so you can't get them. And 
and you know, running after sticks thrown by other skeletons. Or, or whatever it is that skeletal walls do. Hard to know, because, you know, impossible. <laughs> Begin combat. They viciously tear at your flesh. Savage bite for 11 damage. Alright, keep going, keep going. They are slain. 5 XP. A large black wolf. This one very much alive. Rises from the shadowy corner. And moves slowly into the centre of the chamber. The creature draws back his lips. Bearing a set of deadly fangs. And a glutteral snarl escapes from its open mouth. Suddenly, the wolf rears back and rises up on its two, leg, two legs, assuming an almost humanoid posture. Its forelegs lengthen and transform into long, sinewy arms. A red sash spans the creature's narrow waist, from which hangs a, hangs a pair of long-bladed dagger. The terrifying beast turns and fixes a set of cold black eyes upon you in a leering, murderous gaze. I am nameless. Oh, oh, do you want a name? I, I, can, I can give you a name if you want. But you don't want a name? Well, okay, okay. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna make telling this story di difficult, difficult, because I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, you're not the only being I thought that doesn't have a name. Yeah, so therefore, it would be kind of hard to say, we're, we're, okay, you fought the nameless being, but is it this nameless being, or is it the other nameless being? Is it, um, are these, are they, is this the same nameless being as, as this place, or is it another nameless being? Or is it, or are the two nameless beings in those places the same place, or is it, how many different nameless beings are there? Well, this is the nameless wolf creature. I am nameless. This is the wolf creature in a low, wasping voice. A, stag a stabbing pain shoots through your skull as a staggering mental assault tears at your psyche. Your mind struggles to ford off, ward off the powerful psychic attack. Picking a number, bonus of 60. 20 from mind, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit. Alright, got a path, got to get a high enough score to stop me from going crazy. Pick now. 85. You cry out in pain as a powerful mental attack deeply wounds your psyche. 22 expect 22 damage. Not experience points. That would be weird if you got experience points for failing a check. Miraculously, you have survived the attack. Not that miraculously. I have... I still have 200 stamina points left. It's just, I'm doing this at a level of power that the game would ne never intended to have when this scenario was brought in. But somehow, it, this game is still sturdy enough that the game, that fights aren't, okay, they're easy, but they're never trivial. They're never, they're never, you know, it's never just, you walk into a womb and everything dies. Uh, all right. The black wolf creature undergoes a rapid transformation. 
reverting to its previous canine state as it slinks, slinks to all fours and quickly slinks away into the shadows on the far side of the chamber. A vicious snarl from, from behind startles you and you spin around to find yourself confronted by a much more immediate threat standing behind you, blocking the entrance chamber, two massive skeletal walls. Without warning, one of the large undead beasts lunges at you, its sharp fangs gashing wildly as it attempts to clamp onto your throat. Not my throat! I need that to put the food down! Begin attacking the alpha skeletal wolf. Although it's probably angry because when I eat food, it goes into my belly, but when it eats food, it just... It just plops on the ground in making a very sad sound. And then the wolf goes <laughs> Because it can't because it can't taste anything anymore. Because its tongue rotted. Very sad skeletal wolf. Very sad and very, very angry. The undead wolf viciously tears at your flesh. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for six damage. Alright. Another savage bite for six damage. It is slain. Six XP. The enchant the enchantments of metal and devastation helped as well. The remaining wolf bounds forward and leaps at you. Its savage fl flanks coming with an inch of sinking into your exposed, fl exposed flesh. You spring out of the way and counter with an attack of your own, hitting it from above with your Tyrannosaurus staff. Begin combat with an Alpha Watting Wolf. What, is, this, is this the same Alpha Skeletal Wolf and Alpha Watting Wolf we just beat up? But you know, uh, it, they just reformed somehow. That or they have two alpha skeletal wolves and two rotting alpha rotting wolves. But that don't make no sense. You can only have one alpha. If you have two alphas, then you're, causing, you're just getting chaos. They're going to have to constantly fight each other until there's only one alpha left. You know, if, al if alphas were, you know, a thing. But they're not. They viciously tear your flesh. Oh, these are very large, so they have a lot of health. But they are still slain. 6 XP. Following your victory, you make a quick search of the board chamber, but discover no sign of the black wolf creature. This unnerving encounter has served to reaffirm your belief that the danger facing Stonegate is more grave than you could have ever anticipated. Without delay, you make your way out of the cave and head hastily back to town. As you near the outskirts of Stonegate, you are met by a member of the town militia. The young man, his face streaked with, with sweat, grime and blood, begs you to follow him back to town. Just not die! He stammers, his demeanour betraying, betraying the powerful terror that grips him. You must hurry, Sir Crokington. You should not press him for details. There is no time. Although I suspect the solution will be much bashing. And a lot of bashing and maybe some necromantic magic.
Instead, you break into a one along the road. Springs! Making, doing about 12 paces with each spring, dashing back towards town. The young man flowing closely behind. Following closely behind, you fear what you might find upon your return to Stonegate. 385 experience to general for finishing that snow. If they keep getting... We keep getting more and more XP for finishing them. That does seem to be how things go. Alright. Part 4. The Wising of the Tide. In the wake of the devastating undead assault upon Stonegate, a lone hero remains standing. And upon her shoulders, her very small shoulders, Rest the fate of the town and its people. Any guesses who she might be? Okay. Alright, this, this scenario is called The Undying. Begin the scenario. You turn onto Stonegate's main thoroughfare, greeted closely behind. Following closely behind the young militiaman, and you find yourself greeted by a horrific scene. Standing in the middle of a wide lane, Surrounded by the bloodied and disfigured remains of several townsfolk and militia, is a tall being garbed in a ragged green cloak. The cloaked figure holds a bloody axe in its right hand, and as it stoops over the bodies of its vi victims, groping at the grotesque remains of its watting claw tick fingers, hey! Leave them! Suddenly, the figure turns and faces you. A thick stream of blood. Blood runs out of the corner of its decaying mouth and drips from its fleshless chin. Horror overcomes you as you realise this undead abomination is eating the corpses of the slain. Ay, ay, ay. Be careful if you get Pryon disease. And do not cook them first. And also, it's... Very disrespectful to the dead, and honestly, these people have enough trauma as it is without you doing that as well. Before you can react, the young man who led you back to town draw, draws his sword and charges headlong at the horrifying. Go no, yeah, it's. I, I'm almost certain it is well above your level. The hideous creature rises to his feet as he approaches. And with a single swift so stroke of his axe, he fells the young man. Uh, look, look, you're, you're, you're a villain. You're just a, you're a town militia. You're, you're not professionals. You don't have, you don't have the best equipment. You don't have the best training. You're not, you've, you, you're not. You don't, you didn't happen to win the genetic lottery. You don't have magical powers. You can you can handle goblins, wolves, some of the beetles. You can handle some things. But this this is well above what you can handle. The best you can do is just uh run away and uh, make sure that nothing and just hold where try to hold 
wherever you want to. Because you're, 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 you're out of your level. All you can do is die. And when you're fighting a necromantic force, that just makes it worse. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The young, the vicious undead fiend steps over the young man's corpse and stalks along the thoroughfare in your direction, a gripped grin slowly spreading across his watting face. So I can shoot an arrow first, or just fight it directly. Loose an arrow. You quickly knock an arrow and take aim at the ghoul surrounding, at the ghoul striding towards you, picking a number. Bonus of thirty. From my archery, improved by having the Grand Ashen Bow. I've got to get 40 or more to perhaps at most slow it down a little bit. Pick now. 37, failure. Well, well, I guess we'll never know. Unless perhaps it's already recorded. What happens is recorded on my... on. On Zoop's adventures, which well, we keep scrolling down, I'm sure you'll find them. Probably just search for Proving Grounds 3 and probably be the second episode, part two of that. And you'll, you'll see what, you'll probably be able to see what happens if you hit the target. With no time to attempt another shot, you shoulder your bow and prepare to meet the grizzly undead in melee combat. The ghoul door. The ghoul draws through the melee range and swipes you with its broad-bladed axe. The deadly instrument misses your head by mere inches, and you find yourself on the defensive as you attempt to counter the ghoul's savage attack. This is a greater deathless ghoul. It's not just deathless, but it's greater deathless. So it's probably going to be a bit of a challenge. But not much, but because I'm very, very strong. The washing ghoul moans painfully as it attacks. The enemy's wounds begin to heal. Oh no! And they heal some more. And they, they heal quicker than I'm doing damage. But a special overcomes that. Okay, is this slain? It heals. It heals a bit, but not not a ridiculous amount. You've not you've not say got to use some sort of special spell to turn off the healing or something. You've slain your foe. 
37 XP. A ghastly wail escapes from the watting, ghoul's watching lips as the horrifying undead creature collapses into the ground at your feet. You step back from its festering remains and survey the grim scene unfolding around you. Stonegate is under attack. All throughout the town, desperate cries of the terrified townsfolk are mingled, mingled with the shrill shrieks of the invading undead. The large bands of wicked creatures prowl through the streets of Stonegate, slaying any bold enough to confront them. The citizens of Stonegate flee for their lives before the marauding horde of undead seeking the safety of the forested hills north of town. Well, yep, alright, yep, yep. That's just, that's probably the best thing you can do in this situation. Because there's probably not, not say, any convenient fort that you can hide inside. You quickly come to the realisation realize of the town. Perhaps the entire campaign will soon be lost unless this wretched incursion can somehow be defeated. It is a sobering revelation. It made all of us more sober and realised that the somehow is going to have to be you. And that is the end of that snile with the 32 experience to Jen. Well, it all adds up. Alright. In the thick of it. Begin the scenario. A terrified cry from the stables garners your attention, but before you even at- even reach the long wooden structure, you're confronted by a large band of armoured skeletons. Tattered shreds of leather armour dangle from the limbs of the bow warriors as they advance upon you, their rusty blades drawn and poised to strike. A handful of frightened townsfolk cower nearby. Frightfully looking on as you move to engage the fleet hissing skeletons, you swout shouts at them, briefly or briskly ordering them to flee for their lives as you square off against the first two undead swordsmen. It's Bone Bladesmen again. Blow Bone Bladesmen. They were warriors in life, and now they're warriors in death. Who bring death? Death all round. Skeletal wires slashes you with their rusty sword. And they are slain. Four more skeletons press forward, trampling over the bones of their fallen brethren as they cruelly crack at you with their rusted blade. Four bone bladesmen. There goes one. And there goes the rest of them. Apparently drawn to the fray. A small mob of skeletons now surround you. Well, they're not bothering anyone else. You know, who would be a lot more bothered because of the being dead. Mercilessly swiping at you with their corroded weapons. You fight for your life as a large, large group presses in around you. Eight skeletons. Bonk! Knock some heads off. Knock some more. Knock a couple more heads off. A couple more heads off. Have they knocked the last two heads off? They are slain. 5 XP. The last of the skeletons topples to the ground. It remains ending to the tall pile of bones now resting at your feet. You turn to look along the thoroughfare, only for to find the sharp edge of a blade streaking towards your head, picking a number. 
bonus from agility. 19 from agility. Gotta get 50 or more. Or I won't get out of the way in time. Pick now. 97. Success. In an amazing display of agility, you spring upwards. Upwards beneath. Beneath this. Above the swipe of the scimitar that could have easily decapitated you. The skeleton that levels the blow. Hisses and attacks. It's a skeletal commander. This is another bone bladesman. But it's the boss of the bone bladesman. The bone bladesman boss. So he's going to have more health. And be slightly better at fighting. But still a 3 plus because I'm ridiculously overpowered. Slashes you his rusty sword. And is slain. 21 XP. A desperate shriek again sounds from the stables. You sprint along the thoroughfare, arriving outside the open doors of the long wooden structure, in time to witness a pair of skeletons advancing on a group of terrified children. One of the children, a young girl whose grime-shrieked face is affixed with an expression of abject horror, bravely thrusts at the encroaching undead with a wooden wake. Uh, that's very brave, but... Uh, you, you should be running. You charge into the building, stepping between the children and the skeleton. You assume you assume a defensive stance and tell the girl and tell the girl to get the other children to safety. For a moment, she seems to be frozen, unable to act on her companion. But she quickly regains her senses and flees from the stables, leading the smaller children out with her. The skeletal pair hisses and attacks. Uh, yes, they're probably angry. I stopped them from doing child murder. Because they like the child murder. Because apparently children are delicious. Skeletal warriors slashes you with their rusty swords. The quickstone. Oh, and I, got, I finish it off with a battle wave. Hey, leave those kids alone. And all that. They are slain. 4xp. Much to dismay, a small band of skeletons appears in the entrance to the stables and begins stalking along the essential aisle of the, of the structure, each clattering step bringing them close to you, weary from battle, but with flight not an option. You boldly step forward to, it, to meet their advances. Six skeletons now. So many skeletons! They hiss as they attack. And I wheeze as I attack because I've been fighting too many skeletons. And they are slain. Two, two XP. You step over the remains of the skeletons and quickly make your way out of the stables and back onto Stonegate's main thoroughfare. And that finishes this scenario for 32 experience to general. Alright. A quartet. Ah, ah, you can do these scenarios in any order. This is like, this is a, hmm. I mean, in the other scenario, I mean, the Improving Grounds, Improving Grounds 1, when you had the, the melee bit, where you could do the scenarios in order, it was only at the end. But here, you have a melee, but I'll, I'll just keep doing them. Quartet of Death. 
begin the scenario. On the western edge of town, near the main well, you encounter a group of four ghastly undead. These foul creature, creatures remind you of the ghoul you encountered upon your return to Stonegate, and judging by the dried blood caked around their decaying lips, with little doubt they too have been feasting upon the remains of their victims. The ghouls move upon you with startling speed, moaning loudly as their lengthy claws wake at your flesh. You engage in a brutal fight against the first of these undead horrors, the lesser get deathless ghoul. The rotting ghoul moans banefully as it attacks, and it heals a bit, and heals a bit more, but not enough. Stop healing and die. It is slain. 14 XP. The second of the hideous ghouls ambles forward and attack. It's a lesser deathless ghoul once more. Moans bravely as it attacks. Sometimes it heals, but it is still slain. 17 XP. The third call nearly catches you off guard with a clever, unexpected manoeuvre. But you quickly recover and counter his attack. It's another left lesser deathless ghoul. It heals a bit. Moans bravely as it attacks. But still, still it is slow. 22 XP. The last of the ghouls stretches wide, its mouth wide, issuing a long, mournful wail. It steps forward to engage you. I wanted to eat people! Begin combat. The watting ghoul moans bathefully as it attacks. Yes, it's probably, probably good for everyone that no, none of these images are actually, you know, illustrated because this would be some spooky, scary stuff. And it is slain. 22 XP. The festival remains. The four ghouls lie strained about the ground at your feet. This horrid quarters of the undead will no longer plague the living. But you somehow find little solace in the victory. Fatigued and questioning whether you can ultimately prevail in your fight for Stonegate, you turn to the east and cautiously make your way along the main thoroughfare. Alright. 32 experience to general. Alright, that's seven scenarios down. The Beast Keeper is this scenario. Advancing along the thoroughfare in your direction is a, is a sight so absurdly horrific it almost defies description. A towering skeleton, as broad and as tall as any ogre, tightly grips the two two thick lengths, lengths of rusted chain, the end of which strains a fearsome pair of skeletal bears. I mean, bears are bad enough news as it is, but when they're also skeletons? Oh, my. The savage creatures stretch their gaping jaws wide and unleash a series of deep, bellowing roars as they catch sight of you. The one dead creature suddenly releases his chain, and the first and the undead bears bound along the thoroughfare towards you. The first bear reaches you and wears up on its hind legs, bellowing with rage before lunging down upon you. It's a skeletal bear. 
Yes, it'd be unbearable to, to lose this. Skeletal bear savagely attacks you. 5 XP. The second undead bear is instantly upon you, watching as it swipes at you with its massive fleshless paws. The skeletal bear savagely attacks you, skeletal bear. Really doesn't like you because you are alive. Slain 5 XP. The skeletal keeper of the bears draws a longsword and rushes at you with surprising speed for its considerable bulk. Alright, beast keeper. I, honestly, I don't know if you had any volition in this, but if you took those bears captive and then made them skeletons, you're a jerk face. But admittedly, you, 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 ah, oh, honestly, I, I don't. It's, with undead armies, it's very hard to tell how much volition they have. Begin combat, anyhow. They gotta go. The skeleton hisses as it attacks. Savage blow for 16 damage, and it is now slain. 38 XP. The massive skeleton. And it's two beastly undead charges are no more. You turn your wary eye along the main thoroughfare and set off along it, hoping that your strength and spirit will prevail against the odds that seem to be increasingly stacked against you. 32 experience to general. Very nice. All right. Last scenario for part four is a cry for help. Well, I better answer it. Begin. Following the sound of someone desperately screaming for help, you rush into the sm into the small wooden stone building just off the main thoroughfare, only to discover that you've fallen prey to a well-perpetrated hoax of a most sinister design. As you step into the small structure. A door slams shut behind you, and you spin around to find yourself confronted by a host of leering undead. The four watting cadavers stagger towards you, their decaying arms outstretched, and their lengthy claws poised to streak into your flesh. Help us! Help us! Shrieks one of the dead, his face twisting into an expression of mock terror. The four ghouls attack. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm gonna kill you exactly as hard as I was planning to kill you before. Begin combat. They claw at you. And they are now slain. 2xp. The sound from behind your word lurks you to the arrival of another foe. You turn to see two more of the vile undead stepping into the womb through a doorway on the far wall. This, this vicious pair of ghouls charges across the room and attacks, as if hell-bent on preventing your escape. Well, probably because they are. Two greater ghouls. They claw at you. But they are still slain. 4 XP. Your moment of victory is fleeting. From behind, a pair of clawed hands clamp your float and attempt to throttle you. You struggle against the choking grip of your unseen assailant. So, I could just attempt to break free using my physical prowess, or I could use T 
telekinesis. Well, might as well. Oh, it failed. Your vision begins to blur and then darken as your enemy's grip slowly begins to choke out your life. 24 damage. Suddenly, and quite inexplicably, your unseen assailant releases his grip as you collapse on the floor in a heap, gasping for air. In great pain, but still very much alive, and pretty much only kept alive by pop plot armour, you again you regain your feet and turn to confront the undead tower that came within seconds of ending your life. The rotting, gaunt-faced cadaver that nearly throttled you to death can be described as nothing less than a nightmare brought to life. Worms ooze in and out of the ghoul's wound-witted torso and a thick mane of swarming black beetles cover its festering head. Yeah, you got style. The undead abomination opens its mouth to reveal to reveal a set of decayed yellow fangs over which flickers a diseased forked tongue. With a vicious snarl, the undead abomination leaps forward and attacks. Lord. Was it a lord first or a ghoul first? Who knows? The touch of your enemies send a deathly chill the length of your body. 23 XP. And slain. 37 XP. As the ghoul lord's body strikes the floor. The teeming insects that cover its head begin to perch atop its rotting scalp and begin swarming up your legs as if attempting to secure a new host. Overcome with horror, you desperately squat at the fetid swarm, scattering the menu onto the floor as you dash for the door. Once outside the building, you spend the next few moments ridding yourself of the horrid vermin before quickly moving back in your direction of the town's main thoroughfare. And as a toad, I, I do eat quite a few. Sherk Rokington does eat a few of them. Because, I mean, if, there's, if you're getting free bugs, you might as well eat them. And that finishes this scenario for 32 experience to general. Alright. Alright, and, and... And doing... And doing all that has unlocked an extra scenario called We Meet Again. Let us begin. Only by your courageous effort has the immediate undead incursion in the stone gate been, to been turned. You prowl the deserted streets, seeking out any remaining invaders. And when your search comes empty, you allow yourself to at last relax your gut. For the time being, at least, it appears that the assault on the town is over. <sighs> Suddenly, the hair on the back of your neck stands on end, and a sense of dread creeps over you. You turn to find yourself staring at a sight both familiar and unwelcome.
standing, standing a dozen yards from you, in the middle of the Stone Gates main thoroughfare. It's the same black wolf creature you encountered in the caves outside town. The creature, standing unlaterally on the bowed hind legs of a wolf, extends a long, sinewy arm in your direction as it lowers its cold black eyes and locks a murderous gaze upon you. I am nameless! This is the creature in a low, rasping voice. I invite death! Recalling the potency of your this being psychic attack, you steal your mind for the assault that you feel is intimate. However, it would appear that this formidable foe has other tactics in mind. Eight watting figures lurch, lurch, suddenly lurch to view and start to watch you. Their arms outstretched and their clawed hands waking at the air. The stench of death arises with them. As you quickly prepare to face off this undead onslaught, you again, you again witness the rapid transformation of a wolf creature in its lupine form. In a matter of seconds, it has again become a black wolf. The wolf plants its gaze upon you for a brief moment before turning and loping off along the thoroughfare. You wisely turn your attention to the first four ghouls that are about to engage you. Four greater ghouls. You're not that great. The greater ghouls claw at you and they are slain. 37 XP. The four slain ghouls are immediately replaced by the remaining undead. The ghouls moan loudly as they close in around you. For another four greater ghouls, they claw at you. I bash at them, and they are slain. 37 XP. The crunch of a heavy footfall to your right serves as, the, as your only warning against the arrival of a towering ghoul. The gruesome undead being swipes at you with his clawed hand, causing you to fall back several steps to avoid the blow. You steady yourself and move to engage the fearless undead menace. It's a greater, deathless ghoul. Begin combat! The watting ghoul moans baefully as it attacks. It heals itself! You're not supposed to do that! But it's doing it anyway. But it is still slow. It didn't heal enough. 38 XP. The ghoul topples over. It's festering corpse striking the ground hard. The impact snapping its head from its neck. You spend the next few moments cautiously surveying your surroundings, half expecting to face another wave of undead. But much to your relief, nothing moves on the streets of Stonegate. Exhausted from battle, and fearful that the next attack by the undead may prove to be more than you can handle, you set out to discover the fate of Garwin Silverfoot, the protector of Stonegate, to relate to him all that has happened all that you've discovered since you last parted. Not knowing where else to look for him, you set off along the thoroughfare in the direction of the Steadmore Inn. And that gets me, finishes this scenario and this entire part for 128 experience to general. Well, we, we're about 55 minutes, so... 
if we move on to part next part is called part five a second gate the citizens of stonegate have fled their homes and set up a fortified camp in a secluded part of the forest north of town while you continue to wage a one-woman war against the invading undead. It's, it's nice that... It's, it's, it's nice that, that, that the, the text subtly changes depending upon the gender you choose. Depending on the gender that you assign your character. Because... There's, there's no third options because this, this, this game was started out with... Before most people realised, oh yeah, there were other options. <laughs> but I mean, you, you can nothing saying you can't say there that yourself. A out. So that will be it for now. Next time we'll be we'll be finding finding out where how we can actually deal with this undead plague because I assume there'll be well well the chap the title says the second gate so we'll be closing at least one more gate but as you can see there's a lot more tonight scenarios below that so there's probably going to be more gates and then there'll be tidying up whatever mess remains we're going to have to fight that wolf creature at some point but anyway until then Farewell, fellow adventurers. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.